G'day, everyone. It's Stav, Abby and Matt, but you already know that because you downloaded the Stav, Abby and Matt podcast. Well, maybe it comes up by mistake. If you're listening to one, would it not come up and like suggestion and then you just roll into it? Oh, so that someone could have been listening to how to polish diamonds to get the best shine. And because we're corrupt, that might be corrupt. It just leads into another. <laughs> Why would polishing diamonds be corrupt? If, isn't that just cleaning them? Oh, yeah, right. Sorry, is that what you meant? Uh, Abby's favourite diamonds are black I did, diamonds. I said, a, no, I said I wanted a black diamond. They're the beautiful ones. What? I'm just waiting for you to explain the context behind your She went to say comment. black diamond. She said blood diamond. I was watching the movie. Ah, I just said my mistake. God left this place a long yeah. time ago. That was on air, was that was I she, don't, was I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't the line is blurry, was. isn't it? Mm. Yeah. He's making that up. That's, a, that's 100% a true story because we laughed and laughed, remember? No. And I got you a blood diamond and had to avoid jail time. <laughs> yeah, you want to give that some context? That one wasn't actually true. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Great story. I've blood seen that movie. Leonardo, that was Leonardo DiCaprio. Jennifer Connolly. I've been to, did they film? No, nah, that was the island. <laughs> you went to Thailand. Yeah, I said. I think I've been. I've been to that. I've been to that. You uh, mean the beach? The, the beach. The beach. You mean the beach? The beach. I've been. Yeah. To was the it island. the beach? It's very touristy, isn't it? Super touristy. I mean, yeah. it's lovely. And you're looking in the water, and you're like, it's full sunscreen. But it was. It was beautiful. Mm. And I was, you know, it's what you do. You're in Thailand. You're like, I've drunk so much alcohol. I probably should do something else other than that. Mm. So I went on a bit of a boat ride for the day, and then I came home and drank more alcohol. Were you by yourself? Um, Nah, it's with my wife. It's yeah. my honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. Uh, blood diamonds is South Africa, isn't it? Yes, South yeah. Africa. Mm. And they're only called blood, blood diamonds because a lot of people die getting them. No, I have to tell you a story about, I told Stav yesterday, very interesting story about South Africa that my doctor told me, who's mm. South African. Probably not for the podcast. Oh, no? I guess it, I guess so. Doesn't matter. It's not a secret. Hmm. Is it, do you want to tell me now or do you want to tell me after? <coughs> no, I can I'll tell you. Now. Yeah. Well, I need to. I need to look back into it because he said <coughs> it's on the internet everywhere. <coughs> so my uh, doctor is South African, um, and he was saying that he's uh, on a WhatsApp group with his family back home, and they were like, "This is serious. We're not in lockdown. We're in detox." And he goes, "What do you mean?" He said, "You can't buy alcohol. Can you look it up, Steph? Yeah, sure. Um, you can't buy alcohol and you can't buy cigarettes. So you're allowed to go to the groceries at some time, but you're not allowed to purchase alcohol there or the cigarettes, even though they have them there. So unlike Australia, they didn't deem bottle shops essential. <laughs> no, they didn't. And they were saying how hard it was. There's a lot of people that are now doing homebrew, which is probably not good for them. And there's a lot of people buying um, cigarettes on the black market rather than buying them legally. Yeah. Um, and the reason that the health minister, because the health minister was the one that made this decision about the lockdown, said that you were sharing cigarettes. So that would be bad. Oh, yeah. Give us a draw. Yeah. So that's why they didn't want to do it. I bum a dari. And then if you're buying, bumming a dari or someone, they're putting their stanky fingers in on it and then handing it to yeah. you. It's impossible. But then he's told me that there is um, a certain people that made these decisions and then it's been found out that they have um, discovered these all these illegal cigarettes in a warehouse and the warehouse is no. owned by the family of this minister. No. Yep. True story? True story. Yeah, and he was saying that, so that's why they're getting money by selling it on... The black market. The black market. Wow. That's so he's like, no, 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 you kind of... Unbelievable, but it is Who's true. published it? Huh? Who, you've just said it's a true story. Yeah, who's it's all who's over published the it? Uh, this is on uh, News 24, breaking news first. Read wow. a little bit of it. What's the headline for it? It says, cigarette ban, DA lodges complaint against Dalami Zuma. Wow, Who's the minister go. that we're doing it? 
So he's made, he's saying he's alleging what? she lied to the public to justify the ban of sales and tobacco projects uh, for her own interests. Mm. Wow. So is she she in trouble? No. Is she? Yes. Yeah, sell. She's not selling them. She's just warehousing them. Mm. Mm. There That's you go. Look at that. South Africa is pretty. Oh yeah, it's known yeah. for its corruption. Mm. But they were like, send cigarettes, and he's like, I'm a doctor. I feel a bit weird. <laughs> So his, <laughs> that's how that all came. About. I was going to go there for the um, when I went sharking because that's a good spot for great yeah. whites. But it was cheaper to go to um, Adelaide, obviously, and better. Yeah, my cousin was meant to be going there. Josh was meant to be going there in September. Which one, the South Africa or to South South Africa? Mm. Yeah, it was. He had him and his mum had a big trip planned, and now it's all off and mm. can't go. Can't unfortunately. go. Uh, I can't imagine those cigarettes in South Africa would be too expensive. Like Australia, they're very expensive. Mm. Yeah, taxed. So you'd want to be making sure they'd transferred the money to your account before you bought them. Well, that's mm. what I was saying about, you know, people stealing cigarettes. It's not like it was back in the other day. So well, give me $5 and I'll give you one. Yeah, you see, yeah, if you ask someone to bum a durry these no, days, mate. they look at you like, what do you think I am, a millionaire? <laughs> Back in the, I'll give you 50 cents. Give well, you a no, dollar for a city. Do you a good story about the, Do you know that um, the, the helpline, the government helpline to quit smoking mm. has increased by 300%. That's good. For people wanting to quit smoking as a result, result of COVID because often people can't afford it, but they're saying that it's a respiratory illness so they don't want to be seen smoking because mm. a lot of people that have been sick mm. were smokers. So there's a bit of a positive. And then we talked about avocados. And he had a fact about an avocado. Mm. Avocado seeds are too big. Was this, this is the chit chat you guys have on your walk? Well, that was all my chit chat. And then he gave me this. Mm. Oh, right. Okay. Due to evolution, the animals that used to eat them yeah. would ingest the seeds and then walk away and poop out the seeds further down. They're not, they're not, they're all dead. So there's nothing that can swallow an avocado seed anymore. But now hipsters have brought them back. Mm. Saved them from the brink. Huh. Mm. There you go. Mm, that's pretty cool. You should, <laughs> you should come on our walks. Yeah, you got to get a fact. I keep the problem is I just keep bringing the wrong footwear. That's right. We can bring the, the rest we of the conversation is bagging you out. Hundred percent. But we're like, let's find some other that's, conversation that we can. That's why I don't want to come. Bring to the table. How, how how would I ruin? I don't want to ruin your um. <laughs> what do they call it? Little bonding Psychology session. session. No, I could I be uh, honest. I don't think you. I don't came think you ever came up. No. Well, that's a shame. No. It's oh. a real shame. Mm. Talked about. I don't care what you say if I'm being talked about. That's always good. <laughs> well, they'll say no new, uh, what is it? No press is bad press. Yes. That saying doesn't really work these days. No, not really. Uh, all right, let's get to the podcast. Sonia Kruger's waiting to uh, chat to us. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey. Quality eco-friendly flooring. Gat's good at that. So always ask for Gat Flooring. Got Gat? For more info, Google Gat Flooring or Global Alliance Trading. Ah, oh, g'day. It's Trady Chat Tuesday. Well, he's no fool on the tools. He built his own pool. He's just so grouse, he built his own house. It's time to head to that house and Scotty Too Hotty, Abby's hubby. Morning. Good morning, Stabby. How are you, champion? Yes, good. The way I look, this house is all... Ooh. Your cracks, you know. I'm just sitting here now, mate. I'm a bit worried. Well, you know what's really exciting, Scotty, is I believe now the government's going to give back, me a grant oh, so stable. I can go and get a real builder to build my house. Well, well how, how is it run today? Is it good? <laughs> <laughs> I do, mate. Oh, I, I don't know man. there whether or not you had no comeback or whether you were like, whatever I say is not going to be worth the fight later. So I'm just going <laughs> to oh, con- yeah. continue on with the lads. <laughs> continue on with the boys. Uh, you're going to Vegas. 
Yeah, we're not going to Vegas, dude. I know. Well, I tell you what, if let's work on Palaszczuk lifting the Queensland border before we work on our Vegas trip. Yeah, Um, that's right. There's a lot of news swirling around that I'm sure a lot of tradies are excited by, and that's that by the end of this week, the government is announcing like four billion dollars to stimulate the building sector. What do you know about that? Well, that's very true, man. I've just been um, doing a bit of research myself on that, Mm. and um, yeah, look, it's. I think the tradies are definitely going to be feeling a pinch. Because um, it has, you know, people not having the money to spend, you know, and losing their jobs. They're going to not be able to buy the new homes or put money towards a new home or doing a renovation. So I think it's pretty good that the government are, um, you know, probably realising that we need to actually start thinking about the trading because there's a lot of us out there. Um, so try and keep us in jobs because we're the ones that spend the money down the pubs and, you know, and my smokes and whatever else we buy. <laughs> great, 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 Scotty. I wasn't aware of that. Um, but also, you don't want yeah. all the tradies and, on JobKeeper no, just going what? surfing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I ask, so with it, um, Abs, you've got the, some of the details well, on it Well, they haven't decided. So what they're, they're trying to work out, um, it will be for, for new builds. So if you're going to do a new build of a house, you, the, the grant's going to be higher. They haven't yeah. confirmed. They were saying about 40. Now they're saying maybe it's about 25. Um, yeah. But then they're saying also, if you want to do a renovation at your home, they're going to match it. So if you need to maybe spend 25... Um, uh, you know, thirty thousand or whatever, they might match it up to twenty five. It's yeah, kind of it's what the Northern Territory, um, yeah, Northern Territory government has done it during right. all this. But for you, but Scotty, did, it did it did say as well as reading it. Smaller D, DIY jobs um, probably aren't going to cut it. Mm. Mm. So you've got to be spending a bit, you know, more up the high higher sort of part of the uh, renovation to actually. Be able to probably get the grant, I mm. think. Well, I guess it's it's about so. getting tradies into your house to do work yeah. rather than giving you money to go and spend at Bunnings to buy <laughs> to plaster and paint, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, um, that sort of stuff, yep. How, how do you find it with clients, Scotty, when if you go in and quote a job and someone wants you to, like, they tell you all the work they want to do and just say, you know, it's an extension with another bathroom and two more bedrooms and then they say to you, but my budget's like $18,000. Is that quite, is that common, common where people kind of don't understand how much things cost? Yeah, well, these days, yeah, you're right, man. It does. People um, come sometimes get a bit blind by actually how much materials actually do cost. Like, uh, even they are getting a bit more expensive. Well, they are getting a lot more expensive. So it is pushing prices up. But I suppose that's inflation. So, mm. uh, you know, it, it, it does kind of shock people. And it's like, well, why is it that much? It's like, well, most of it's materials. But mm. we've got the labour on top, which isn't quite as much as materials, I'd say, but um, depending depending on what you choose as well, like tiles can range from different prices, timber, everything, you know, from decking boards can be cheaper and more expensive the ones you choose. We have this fight in Absolutely. our house. Because I was like, you want all the expensive stuff? Oh, no, I was like, the stairs, are you kidding me? Like, I'm not even playing for labour. Why are they so expensive? <laughs> he's like, that's what the timber is. I was like, that's a rip-off. How do you know he's not charging you for labour? He's going, it's cost plus, love. I'm on my time's money. But I like need beer said, money. But like you said as well, like, there is so much different cost in the type yeah. of timber that you you want to get as well. Mm. Yeah, and it is. And I, I do go over and go, yeah, I want those tiles. And it's like, well, that's how much mm. it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Frank Walker, if you hear mm-hmm. the ads here, has the cheapest, yes. uh, most common floor and wall tile, apparently. Mm-hmm. Not even one of your, uh, one of your sponsors. Scotty, so right. <laughs> tell hey. them to get with it, get with it, get with a gat. Yeah, gat, that's the place <laughs> Stick to go. With gat. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you, buddy. Hey, uh, thanks right, for guys. calling through this morning. All right, guys, have a lovely day. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. When you make your headline ring.
can ask us anything. 131060 is our number. Make sure you remember it. Joe in Caboolture, what do you want to say during first calls? Um, just before when you were talking about the um, your food segment, the yes. Port Stop Cafe on the Port of Brisbane. Holy damn. Best pies you'll ever find. Oh, best oh, pies. Best pies. We were talking about yeah. meat pies yesterday, Maddie. You were saying there's no such thing. I'm a bit behind the ball, sorry. No, that's all right. Uh, that was off air that we were just chatting. Um, <laughs> what makes it such a good pie? Uh, every month they do a different like a different sort of pie, mm-hmm. but just the chicken curry or the, they call it a pablo. It's like a Mexican beef. Some sour cream. It's just the flavours and just, just jam-packed. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm so boring. I don't like taking a risk with it. Like I will go for the standard meat pie. Oh, uh, but the, you know what? You always mix it up. Yeah, that yeah, Mexican one sounds like a delight. You never Joel. get disappointed. But a curry pie, mm. I'm with you, Joel. If there's a curry pie on the board, I can't not order it. You still put sauce with it? No. No, 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 sauce. no sauce. I'm a pea man. Yeah, you like a pea floater? Like do, do you like a floater? I love a floater. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no opinions about opinions. No, 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 no. When but it comes you, to pies. To What's cut... wrong with the floater? Uh, in Adelaide, it was like the icon thing. Uh-huh. And like the only thing that they would sell was a pie floater. Mm. And you'd be like, can I just get the pie? And they're like, no, it's got to come upside down <laughs> in a bean soup with sauce. Oh, You're like, so can I just have the pie? No. It's <laughs> 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 always, you'd yeah. have it at one in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd have it. See? <laughs> 13, have 10, it. 60, phones are open. Um, anything you want to chat about for first calls? Our favourite callers are. Uh, score big this morning, $100 uh, worth of free groceries delivered to your door. You can order online, save money and time with 1,000 plus uh, bulk groceries home delivered with quality food and beverages, qfbhome.com.au. Brooke in Hillcrest, what do you want to talk about in first calls? Um, hi, I've actually got a quick question for Abby on the follow-up of the trade-in car of your hubbies. <laughs> did you end up getting a dollar or did they live up to their uh, promise? Uh, we we bought he's bought a second hand one all by himself mm-hmm. so I don't know what he's got which is very exciting um, but he's getting it um, on Friday and the guy was so nice at the car dealership. Well, to just to quickly catch people up, the, yeah. Scotty's current car is such a bomb, such a bomb that um, we asked people whether they've ever been denied trade-ins for places that say we'll take any car. Yeah, we had uh, one of our. Uh, uh, Producers here say that someone paid them five hundred dollars <laughs> not to trade in their car. Yeah, so we liked him like he liked him so much that he was too embarrassed to ask him about the trading. <laughs> oh, so he didn't, he didn't even ask. <laughs> so he didn't even ask because it's so bad. And he's like, oh, I don't want him to have to be awkward and say, Nah, mate. And you know, and he didn't want to start it in the car yard because it was too much smoke. So he parked it down the road. So I, he's going to ask the local mechanic. If he wants it. Right. Why does he not like the local mechanic? Oh. <laughs> What's he ever done to yeah, Scotty? He's a mechanic. They can fix, fix it. it a car yard knows mechanics. They can get... Nah, the two never meet. <laughs> it's really weird. They never meet. They're like, well, I don't have any mechanics. Our local mechanic has been fixing it and said, look, if you, wa- if you want oh. to, like, we'll, we'll take it off you. So he understands and the big, car. They're big listeners of the show, actually. Right, the local mechanic. Okay. So he'll probably call up. He's the one that called up and once and was talking about your... Uh, making jokes about your vasectomy uh, member, yeah. What did he say about it? When you were handcuffed to my husband. Oh. And he called up. That was the local mechanic. Oh, okay. Yeah. God, we've got a lot of storylines throughout this show, don't we, Brooke? Mm. <laughs> Hey? Keep up. I'll, I'll keep up every with day. them on my whiteboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, good stuff. Hey, and Alicia's called through with an idea for the car. Alicia, what do you reckon? Oh, hi. Just um, just with Scotty's car, yeah. if he's going to give it away, 
go and um, bring the fire stations and see if they want it because they often use them for training, um, for training and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Or the local takes will use it for the guys who are training mechanics and that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. that's a great um, idea. Yeah, no, I'd like it to be to good use. I mean, so they just set it on fire, use the jaws of life on it. Yeah, and stuff exactly. And, yeah. Or they they flip it on its side and that sort of. Thing and put a mannequin in it, and they they use it to use the jokes of life and that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Oh no, that's great! Yeah, no, if we if the mechanic doesn't want it, then yeah, definitely. I think, feel like I'd want a photo of it. Like you always suspect that someone was going to get cut out of the thing. You yeah. may as well <laughs> be for a good cause. Yeah. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred Five. Phone home. We got a call yesterday that we uh, we should have hung up on, do you think? No. Did we do the wrong thing? No. There's something exciting you got about... got to ask, you probably did, so don't ask. Oh, okay. There's something exciting about <laughs> overhearing a juicy conversation, mm. and you're like, this is not meant for me, but mm. I'm just going to gonna have a little bit of a listen. Remember in the old days if you had uh, two home phones? Oh, <gasps> yes. Wasn't that fun? You can lift up the other one. Yeah. My... My best friend found out that her mum was having an affair by doing that. Oh, well, sometimes it's not as fun. Mm. No. As... Well, I mean, she's happily married now. So sometimes it is fun. And they, they've moved on. But yeah, she picked up the phone to call me. Ah, right. And she heard the conversation. And then after they finished, she gave me a call. She's like, you're not going to believe what happened by picking up. Yeah, mm. the But you, the, if you wanted to listen in on someone, they had, they, you had to be ninja-like. Yeah, it had to because be very you quiet. Could, if you could sometimes hear picking up the other phone as the little... Um, mm. Uh, what the, is that called? That button? I don't know, but button. that button, you had, the hang-up button, yeah. you had to do with your finger. Yep. You couldn't do it with the phone. No. And then you just c- hold, and then you lift it slowly. Okay, so we're all then, doing the wrong thing. But yesterday, we had a phone call, and she was calling up during um, last call. She wanted to talk about something. But when we went to her, she was having a conversation with someone else. It sounds like she was at the school uh, drop-off. Mm. Mm. And uh, this is what we overheard. Tamika. Tamika. Tamika, you're on air. Tamika. Tamika. Tamika, who are you talking to? Well, I know, right? Yeah. Oh, well, oh, no, please, I love this. Yeah. Oh, Tamika. Oh, you look beautiful. Such a cutie. No, she's looking at a baby. Oh, is she? Is she? He's not really taking the bottle all that great. Oh, he's not. He's not taking a bottle. No. There is actually one other way to get formula into him. Called a supply line oh, that you literally like strap to your nipple. So when he yeah comes, right. So what's that? Is that that's to help feeding? She's giving some um, feeding advice to one of her friends yeah. there. There you go. Mm. I had um, our boss here, our old boss Damon, on a weekend. No, rang me on my mobile, and I was like, "Wow, if the boss is ringing you." On a weekend, mm. obviously I'm getting sacked. So I was like, better answer this one. Because <laughs> he didn't, he never rang me. Yeah. It was the first time he rang me. And I picked it up and it was a butt dial. Ooh. Why would he butt dial you? That's what I find weird because I get a lot because I'm A double B. You're the first yeah. person on everyone's contacts. But if people put in their their last names first, if it's an alphabetical, oh, I always get it because A C T O N. So I get them a lot. And I was like, oh, I could hear him talking. And I, I listened in. How long in. did you leave? I think I probably listened for maybe 10 minutes. Really? <laughs> no, no, and no, how many times long. did you call his name? It was long. Like... Well, I did at the start. I was like, Damon. And then I was like, maybe he's testing me and he realizes I'm like still listening. I was like, mate, are you okay? Are you okay? Played that game. Oh, yeah. uh, then, I, then I just hung up after a few minutes and he rang me back. Nah. And it was his daughter, his 18-month-old, had been playing uh, with his phone or something, and it was that. But if it's your boss who's butt-dolled you, yeah, you're, you're like, listening. I'm getting something I love good. it when they leave yeah. a voicemail, because sometimes they'll call mm. us back and you would have got this, but they leave a voicemail. Mm. Nine yeah. minutes. 
Yeah, mm. once I got a, a, a friend had called me and left a big voicemail, and it was him at um, uh, the pub with his mate. Oh, yeah. And he's never sworn in front of me ever before, and the stuff that he was saying, and then I got a call, oh, I'm so sorry, Abby. Um, it appears that I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My uh, friend was, uh, when I was in London, her mum was coming over from Canada to visit, and it was in the day where you could use a phone on the back of your plane seat. You swiped oh, yeah. your credit card. It's hugely expensive. It cost a fortune, but... She did it, and then when she went to hang up, she didn't hang it up properly. No. And we were trying, we were like getting whistles and whistling down the phone because it was just clicking over her, her credit card. It was like a thousand dollars in the end. Well, if you're rich enough to make that call, mm. that's what happens. I, ne- I that's like I never even make phone calls from back in the day from the hotel phones. You know, that, that used to cost a fortune. Hotel phones? Yeah, like if you stay in a hotel, huh. they do a different rate. Do they? Yeah. Well, they used to. I don't know what it is mm. now. Mm. Um, but thirteen ten sixty. We're going to open this up, and you can remain anonymous. What did you hear from a butt dial? Like, if you had someone butt dial you and you listened in, or maybe you accidentally butt dialed someone and revealed a big secret? Wouldn't it be ironic if we got a butt dial? It would be. <laughs> as long as they've got something good. <laughs> it's got we to be as that good as that. We do that sometimes when we just say, hey, Siri. Mm. Mm. Cool. cool. Let's not Third. do it now, because we, we want everyone else with real stories to call. <laughs> good point. Uh, <laughs> 13, 10, 60. Do you guys also, if you're talking about someone... Check your phone to make sure you have an accident. <laughs> I, I'm, I do that all the time. Course, like if me and Esther are talking about some, someone in our family, I'm constantly if like I checking walk, down at my phone to make sure I haven't accidentally rung them. If I walk with our producer, we'll literally be talking. She'll mention someone's name, and then all of a sudden she'll be, "Oh wait, I just got." Oh no, they're not. I'm like, why are you whispering and why are you checking your phone <laughs> well, in case they accidentally <laughs> rung them? Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Oh. Phone home. What have you overheard, especially if someone's butt-dialed you or maybe you've butt-dialed them and they've been having a conversation, what have you overheard? We want to hear from you, 131060, because that happened with a caller um, uh, from us. She called up and she didn't realise that she was on air and she was having a conversation about Nipples. a nipple yeah, supply. If you want to, if your child's not taking formula, I think you can strap on a fake one to like breastfeed. Boob. Yeah, yeah, like mm. a supply line. So they'll be out of Do they? It. I mean, we always talk about it as jokes and we saw it on Meet the Fuckers as a joke. Yeah. But... Do, like, can, can, is there a product out there for a man to put a fake boob on? I think there for, is. For real? I think there is. And yep. I think there's a beautiful product that was designed for surrogates. So if you're not able to breastfeed um, because you haven't had your milk supply come in and you're, you, it's your ch- child, you've either adopted it or it's mm. surrogate, then you're able to breastfeed it. So that's beautiful. Hmm. Uh, Claire in Nunda. Phones are open on 13 10 60. What has uh, been overheard on a butt dial? Well, my lovely mother-in-law forgot to hang up the phone after she called my husband mm-hmm. and left a message. Oh, yeah. And she didn't know that she was leaving a voice message. So she sat there and whinged and bitched and moaned about um, our parenting styles. Oh. And, our, and Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was fun. That was a good one. Did you call <laughs> her back and let her know, Claire? No, no. Why would we do that? Just sat there and had a listen. And then after... Oh, about a month, I think it was, that we got back and, like, called back through and things, and um, she was in another mood, and we said, oh, by the way, mm-hmm. just make sure when you hang up that you hang up. <laughs> <laughs> now, I imagine this happens as well, because, you know, in car now you can press that little button on some car's steering wheels and it, um, mm. like, uh, will dial people and stuff. If you don't hang that up properly, because mm. it's so, the microphones are so it's great also, in cars yeah, now. Yeah, it's also generation. My parents won't hang up the phone. No. Like once they've finished a mobile like phone conversation, that's it. Oh, because they're used to just with the phones down, the phones off. Yeah. 
Oh, not me. I'm like tap, 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 tap. <laughs> yeah, well, you're not the same age group as them. What are you they're, saying after we call you, dude? You don't want to know. That's why I'm tap, 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 tap. I'm going to call back while you tap, tap, tapping. Tom, in Bow Desert, what did you overhear? Hey, on my old portable phone used to pick up my neighbour's phone calls in my backyard. <laughs> no way. Wow. Oh, the old, the, the rich kid wireless um, phones, like landline phones. Yeah, when that first came out, when we first got one, I guess my neighbour had the same one and it used to pick up our phone calls in the backyard and they used to lay on my trampoline and listen in on their phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> good so good. What did you hear? Um, only, really only the neighbour's wife just, uh, I don't know if I can say this, but bitching about her friends on on the, um, on the, over the air. Oh, <laughs> it's it's yeah. a weird thing though, it doesn't even have to be interesting and you'll still find yourself listening. It's just yeah. fascinating you know? if the conversation yeah. was not meant for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wayne in Reblap Bay, I'm sure that's a typo, um, what have you, what have you butt dialed somebody? <laughs> Um, my uh, my stepmom used to hate me, and, and my dad called me up once because money went missing out of his wallet. Mm. And he asked me, and actually I didn't take it. Mm. And then he thought he's hung up, and here's my stepmom in the background saying, I know it was him. He took it. He's a little grub. He always takes money, blah, blah, blah. And, and she didn't know I was there. So it was interesting the next time uh, I saw them yeah. and, and confronted her about it. And, oh, no, I never said that. And, <laughs> oh. Did step your dad mom. defend you at least? Hey? Did your dad defend you to your stepmom when she was ragging on you? He, he, he defended me to the core. Good on you, oh. Dad. Thank oh, you. Oh, oh, bless. So no. good. And his stepmom's still in the picture? No. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. You won that Who one, won Wayne. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. What started as a fight for justice has descended into chaos. 75 cities are living through these protests. Many are in flames. More than half have imposed curfews. It does look like a war zone. You're seeing the images coming out of America and it all started um, after the, the death of a black man by uh, a police officer kneeling on his neck, George Floyd. Um, and a, a lot of people are angered by it, and rightly so, and there has been so many protests, a few people doing the wrong thing as well, turning mm. into looting. Um, but there has been a, a sort of... I hope there is a, a bit of a movement where people that are in a privileged situation are not just understanding to the people that are not privileged, but actually go, we stand with you. And whether it is um, dealing with people if you don't have a disability, it's not just going, well, of course I'm not going to discriminate against them, Mm. but it's actually standing up for their rights with them. Mm. Um, And it could be for gender as well, and and most importantly, for, for race. And to get an understanding of it, there is a video that my um, uh, our producer, Siobhan, sent me, and she's been crying ever since. And it was labelled, if you're a, a white person, watch this, right. to get an understanding. And it's moving because it is parents and a grandparent talking to their children, and they're African-American, and they're talking about how they always talk, how to deal when a police officer comes. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you might have never even thought about that they aren't brought up saying, go to the police. They're actually brought up in fear of saying, I'm going to be discriminated against because of my colour. Mm. This isn't put in, put on for this video. This is a conversation that they've already had. This is a little bit of it. I have a line that we do at our house. We practice this thing. What is it? I'm Ariel Sky Williams. I'm eight years old. I'm unarmed and I have nothing that will hurt you. It's just kind of a thing we practice at our house. Before they became a policeman? They were a person, and that person took all their ideas and all their thoughts and all their prejudice 
into their job. Police gets out of the car, comes to the window. What would you do? Why do you think I pulled you over? I don't know, tell me. When a police officer says something to you, don't, don't, you're black. You can't be looking at them saying, oh, I don't know, why don't you tell me? That right there is giving them, to them, the license to pull you out of your car and physically harm you because it will be done. You have to be careful when you're out there in this world because this world's not going to always be honest or fair to you. I know, Sean, you got a little bit lighter than the rest of them, so it's a possibility you won't get stopped. Wow. That's a, a grandmother talking to her two grandsons and because she's saying that you, you have lighter skin, you might be okay. And you hear them doing role-playing of what they would do if the police was come. And then they all tell their story about what happened to them growing up. Mm. There was uh, there was a guy at the mall and apparently some the robbery had happened and he got tasered for it. Mm. Nothing to do with him. Just because he was black. I would yep. imagine it would be like... He said his tooth the- got chipped. You know, and that's him telling his eight-year-old daughter, mm. this wasn't played on, he said, this is what we do, we... we, we do it because there is an issue with guns, and it's not just like us where you think you're going to be in trouble. Mm. They actually have a fear of being hurt, of, of being shot. So this little eight-year-old is reenacting mm. what she does if the police come up to her. I can imagine for a lot of people it'd be like when remember when the um, hashtag Me Too movement came out, and a lot of men were legitimately shocked that mm. most women they knew had a story that in relation to it. Yeah. It would be the same with African Americans mm. that every one of them would have some sort of run in with the police story that they tell. That and I happened. think rather than being shocked, you actually start to lean in with it. Mm. You know, like I was talking it's even with we're saying with the, the gender thing where it's not just like, oh well you should stand up for your rights. You should stand up for women's rights. It's mm. like no no mm. no everyone should stand up for a minority's rights mm-hmm. because I, it's us that makes the difference, you know, as a group. I think on the other side too, there's there's going to be people um, who, will, who will be listening to this and we're going to talk to an African-American man after 8 o'clock to find out what it was like for him growing up in America. There'll be people who hear this who think, yeah, but I'm not racist and they, you know, they do feel attacked and they feel like... Um, I guess that, you know, because maybe they are white or they haven't had these experiences, they're being judged for that. And I think those feelings are warranted if you are not a hateful and racist person. Mm. But I think at this time, we are in a moment when we need to just listen to those people. Mm. This is They've been given a moment in time at which the world has turned to them and is listening to what they're saying. And we need to give them that time to do that. We need to just be open to it. We need to understand it rather than try and be defensive to mm. it because um, you are going to, f- some people are going to feel defensive. Mm. We just need to go, I hear you and we, un- we agree with you and we understand you and we are going to try and make it better. Well, that's very here in Australia as well. That's Completely. what I was saying. We need to recognize that it happens here with our yeah. Indigenous community. Yeah, yeah. And you look at the rates of where, um, death in custody mm-hmm. with Indigenous and it's, it's having that, that understanding and also support and I want to make a difference. Yeah. Um, we are going to speak to this man after 8 o'clock. And we will put that full video up as well. Yeah, it's very powerful. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. We stab Abby and Matt morning. Go the winner is Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Keith Urban again. Keith Urban, good morning, buddy. How are you? Hey, mate, I'm well. How you guys doing? Hey, Stab. Hey, Keith. Hey, how are you, buddy? And Matt- Hello. We'll, uh, we're well, giving you a bit really of a, well. the phone cut out before, we're giving you a few uh, nicknames, the Keith Man, the Urban Man, you know, yep. Keithy Boy. What, uh, what is the nickname that um, your beautiful wife gives you? <laughs> I can't tell you that. Oh, really? <laughs> depends on the day, doesn't it, Keith? And it depends on the mood. It changes. <laughs> I think that's yes, a bit too kinky, isn't exactly. it? 
No. Everyone in my band just tells me KU. Yeah. Right. Oh, I like that. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Keith, Keithy, did that ever stick? Like, did anyone ever call you that at some point? Or I suppose Keith is short enough just to not need a nickname, really, isn't it? <laughs> you know, actually, uh, yeah, my brother's name's Shane, and, and, and my name was chosen. My mum and dad said they chose them so they couldn't sort of be shortened or lengthened. Although oh, he got yeah. Shano a lot at school, so that yeah. didn't work out too much. Yeah, mm. good point. Uh, congratulations on your new single, Polaroid. We're loving it. We're playing it lots. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and Thank also, you very much. I was watching um, the, the, your new album. Um, you've announced a date that it's coming out, and it's called The Speed of Now, and it's an amazing title, and you mm-hmm. sort of explained it. Did you come up with the title before everything that's going on in 2020? Because it seems like it's so relevant for now. Yeah, it was in uh, about October, September, October of last year and that I had the idea for the title because we'd been traveling a lot around the world playing and touring and I just found myself thinking everything is barreling so fast into sort of seemingly oblivion you know (laughs) and it felt like even the the present moment like the now was even going fast and I thought the speed of now that's what everything feels like it just feels crazy and fast forward to like April this year and I found myself thinking, well, now I've got to come up with a different title because I, ne- I couldn't have imagined mm. this reality we'd find ourselves in. So uh, I guess it's just taken on a whole new meaning now. I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, you may be. But you're now in the Guinness World Records. I actually didn't know that. What for? Um, the One World Together at Home broadcast, which you guys all did. Ma- massive, amazing lineup of people in April. It's now in the Guinness Book of Records for the um, most amount of musical performers ever in a remote music festival as well as the money raised for, most money raised oh ever for goodness. charity as well. So congratulations. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah, that was, that was really um, such an extraordinary show that Gaga put together with everybody, and I was really, really glad we got to be a part of it. Did Lady Gaga contact you? Because I'm just wondering whether she texted everybody to say, <laughs> hey, are you keen for it, or how did that work? Somebody, there was you know, various people organising it, and they reached out and asked if we wanted to do it, and... I immediately said yes, and then uh, the idea was suggested for High Love, uh, the Steve Winwood song, Flash, Kygo, Whitney, mm. awesome remix, mm. and I just, I've always loved that song, and I thought lyrically it was so perfect for the, uh, for the event, so we set about figuring out how to, how to uh, clone myself. <laughs> yeah, it looked awesome actually yeah. the way that you did that. I was, I was trying. You know, when you see stuff like that, and you're trying to find the fault in it, but I couldn't. Like I was like, the, the, so whoever edited it did such a great job. Like, how has he done that? What filter he's, he's been he watching everyone do these like um, uh, online and virtual concerts, and instead of watching the amazing performance, he's been watching the background, trying to see if they left out their dirty washing or whether they've yeah. edited it wrong. Right. How he's good is it? Best with that. It's like he's invited into like cribs. So. Know? So on the um, on that one world performance, there actually is. I realised there was one piece at the very end when we're thanking everyone. The guy on the right, if you look at his foot, which mm. is my foot, um, it my toes disappear for a, for a moment <laughs> because I've stepped into the centre frame and I, I lose the front of my toe. But there you go, ruined it. That's yeah, ruined we're have it, Keith. <laughs> Right now, we are talking to Keith Urban live from his house over there in the States. Uh, more coming up next with him right here at Brisbane's Hit 105. It's Stav, Abby and Matt. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Go the winner is Keith, Keith Urban. Urban. Keith Urban.
Keith Urban again. Now, Keith, um, I want to uh, probably say thank you to you. You don't realise this, but after your last um, last show at the Entertainment Centre when you were here in Brisbane, you um, you actually impregnated my cousin. Uh, okay. Wait, I'll give you the story. Book okay. of World Records, no known pregnancies happened. <laughs> very enlightening interview. No, so my, my cousin had had her first baby after years and years of IVF, right? They spent lots of money, had lots of trouble. They finally had a baby, so they were like in new baby stage. Then uh, we mm-hmm. went out, my, my, my wife and me, my cousin and her husband, we went out to your show that night and we drank way too much. So we, we all had a really good time. Right. And then obviously that was yeah. my cousin and her husband's first night away from their new baby and that they naturally right. conceived their second child. And we always, every time a Keith Urban song comes on, he always, always reminds like, us of that as well. Can go. <laughs> I love that you went, that was... That was their first time away from their new child, and so they naturally conceived their second child. <laughs> no, she that's, says it. That's just she's a like, given. She's like, I haven't let him touch me until that night of that show. I think he's meaning it's a given after someone would go to your concert, Keith, that, you know, it would just... The, the I like that. Music, yeah. I like that. I'll take that. <laughs> nice one. Do you ever have people come up to you and say to you, hey, we, um, just so you know, uh, Kid Number 7, we made that to the third track on uh, your latest album? I've had that happen a couple of times. It's a, it's a, it's a sort of unusual uh, compliment. Mm. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. you say after you're like, yeah. oh, that's yeah. awesome. Did you have it on there in the background? Like, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you should say what song in particular. Yeah. Yeah, what song would be the most lovemaking well, song my, from my Keith husband, Urban? Well, my husband, Keith, sends me your song, Gemini, um, because I, I'm a Gemini as well, and I, it is about obviously your your beautiful wife who's a Gemini, and he says that it it's very much pictures exactly what Gemini's are, which are a bit unpredictable. Uh, like you're right, Gemini's are they're very um, yeah. There's multiple sides to Gemini's. Mm. Always interesting. God, you can tell your wife's one. You're pussyfooting around this answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Very yeah. true, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's mm. what he said. He said it's perfect in the song. So sometimes if we're having a fight, he'll just send me that song. <laughs> just a link, yeah. like on YouTube. Like, mm, here you go. <laughs> yeah, well, well, the, the, the <laughs> main hook there, she's a maniac in a bed, but a brainiac in her head. She's a maniac in a bed, but a brainiac in her head. I like how you've done enough of Yeah. You know, Maniac in the bed, but I'll say she's smart as well, so I'm not, you know. Yeah, well, I just had to figure out how to get Brainiac in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tough word to rhyme with, but you're right. <laughs> Polaroid, uh, yeah, the single is out. The, the album coming out in um, September, has it been Is it been completely finished or are you still sort of working on it? That's why we've got to wait a couple of months. Yeah, I'm literally sitting at my uh, studio console. I have a studio at the house and I'm sitting in here talking to you guys and I've been in here... Uh, for about 12 hours today. Wow. So wow. I'm still feverishly working away on, on getting things finished. So you do, you do a lot of the producing yourself as well? I do. Yeah, I always have. Um, and it's, it's come in extremely handy through this period, yeah. as you can imagine, mm. when uh, I couldn't go to normal studios or uh, work with musicians. So I've been doing everything remotely, sometimes building tracks from the ground up by doing my guitar and vocals and keyboards and stuff here at the house and then sending a track to the drummer at his house and he'll put drums on it over to the bass player, over to the keyboard player. Everybody's just 
adding bits and pieces remotely. It's been crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah, good stuff. Well, uh, it's a great song. Mm. Uh, we're going to get it on the air right now. Polaroid, uh, thank you so much. Keith Urban, great to talk to you, buddy. Really appreciate your time this morning. Nice to talk to you too. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Abby. Thanks, Good. Matt. Thanks, Thanks Abby. Bye. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow, your letter is G for Gorgomobile. Stab Abby and Matt's Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Lucky dip edition. If you get on to play, you are guaranteed to win the prize of the day. Unprecedented time, so we've had to pump the brakes on the cash. But the money's coming back every day. We go and harass our finance manager and we say, is today the day? She says, no. <laughs> Very soon, though, when the $10,000 comes back, you get to return to play for that money if you get 10 out of 10 this morning. All right, and playing this morning out in Hamilton is Tina. Morning, Tina. Morning, guys. How you doing? We hey. are good. All right, you know how this works. It's about to be 30 seconds on the clock. Your letter is T for Tina. Every answer has to start with that uh, letter. You can only use each answer once and say pass to give yourself as much time as possible, Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. T for Tina. Here we go. Name a method of transport. Train. Name a herb. Uh, time. Name a car brand. Uh, Toyota. Name something a school has. Uh, toys. Name a brand of beer. Pass. Uh, Name a sports person. Um, pass. Name a shop in Westfield. It's just like I'm not gonna get it. Target in Westfield? Yeah. 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 For now. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, I I got Lucky is lucky dip edition. Lucky me. That's true. You got the giggles. I got the giggles. Four out of ten there, yeah. Brand of beer, you could have had Tui's. Uh, sports person, you could have had Tim Cahill. And a shop in Westfield, you could have had Tarot Cash as well as Target. <laughs> All right, Tina, here we go. Over for the lucky dividition to the uh, prize room. Abby, tell the lovely, yeah. wonderful Tina today what she's won. Tina, you've been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for calling up. You've just scored yourself a carton of Bundaberg ginger beer. Mm. Australia's favourite oh, Bundaberg ginger beer. Now available in a mini can at your local supermarket. It is a good ginger beer. Yeah. Awesome, it's I'm going to start to love ginger beer. <laughs> I love your laugh, Tina. Yeah. Uh, do you, are you a Bundy rum drinker or a scotch drinker? I uh, like bourbon. Uh, maybe it might be bourbon and ginger beer. Yes, uh, dark yeah, and stormies. Yeah, yes, very nice. All right, good stuff, Tina. Thanks for playing this morning. The Lucky Dip Edition, it returns uh, again tomorrow morning. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. What started as a fight for justice has descended into chaos. 75 cities are living through these protests. Many are in flames. More than half have imposed curfews. Yeah, it's breaking out uh, massively over there in America. And we thought we wanted to take... We can get the reporters on, mm. we can give the information, we can tell you everything's burning, um, or we can actually go in to the heart of someone who truly understands what it is like to live through this. Um, someone who works here in our office knows this guy really, really well. He lives in Alabama over in America. He is an African-American and he's 32 years old. Uh, Dequel, thank you for coming on this morning and, and sharing your story with us. Uh, thank you for having me. Dequel, it feels like y- you have the attention from all over the world and the amount of 
um, anger from these people protesting. We, we can now realise, and I guess we should have realised earlier, how much this has been building, how much people haven't been heard. And I guess it feels like people being silent um, against it is what is also wrong about all this. Most definitely, most definitely. And that I think that's part of the problem, um, the silence and things just being hidden. Um, pretty, and pretty much due to the video and the content and the technology that we have right now, mm. we're able to see in full effect on what's happening and what's going on behind closed doors. And it's becoming more frustrating each and every day because of the fact of nothing is being done or, or nothing is in effect to try to stop the killing and brutality and police brutality here in America. Mate, I, I watched that video. Uh, I watched the full 10 minutes and um, it, it's, it's, it is heartbreaking and it's sickening and um, it's, a, it's a hard watch. Yeah. Can I ask you, as an African-American man growing up in America, what was it like when you would see police coming down the street? Oh, man, uh, it was... Um, I, I grew up in what we call here in America the project. Um, I, I lived in poverty growing up, so it was always a frustrating thing and a frustrating time, especially when we have police that's in our community that is not actually part of our community. So by them not being part of our community, they bring in their own frustrations and problems into our community and using that power to pretty much, you know, um, put fear into our hearts. And growing up, you know, it, it was it was sometimes terrifying and, you know, to try to stay and avoid the police at all times, you know, because you never knew wow. what they may have had up their sleeve or how they may be feeling that day, feeling that day because, you know, polices do go and look and find trouble, um, and they have done so. The only thing that's different between then and now is that we're able to video and we're able to record mm. the incidents and the situations that are going on right now. If that video wouldn't have had happened or wouldn't have even been out there to show four officers pinning down an African-American black man and one putting his knee in his neck, we would, never, we would, have, we have, we would have never even known about it, and mm. the officer would have gotten out, got free. That's what um, Will yeah, Smith said. He said uh, racism isn't getting yeah. worse, it's getting filmed, mm. which is true. Exactly. Which is, yeah. exactly. Have you ever had an incident <laughs> yourself with the police? Yeah, uh, yes, I I had I had um, many incidents where we can literally just be sitting down, play, I mean, sit outside playing um, playing ball or outside playing as a teenager, and the police would literally just come up, stop us from what I, what, what we're doing, and tell us to sit down, ask for our names, you know, just just harassing us for no reason. Mm. You know, you can just be out doing anything, and here here they come. Here they come pulling up and trying to, you know, like I say, bring fear and scare you in so many different ways. And they have the power to do so because they have the gun and the badge. Hmm. And you said you were out um, protesting in Alabama. Are the protests been mainly peaceful or is there is there looting yes. and rioting there too? In Mobile, Alabama, um, the protest has been pretty peaceful. We actually just had our first protest of this um, of the incident um, yesterday, mm -hmm. and it was it was actually really pretty peaceful. Uh, we had a couple of people that tried to screw away from um, what um, and do their own thing, but we was able to grow, grab hold of that and bring the situation back to 
you know, what we're here for and what we're trying to demonstrate um, as of right now. And that's pretty much, you know, bring justice to the unjustice right now. Well, there's always going to be people that, that ruin it, you know, and you're going to see the headlines of people um, taking advantage of yeah. it and looting, and we yeah. know that. But for us seeing the headlines, it feels, I don't know your thoughts on Trump, but for us, you know, he's responding back with saying, hey, if these people happen, we're going to take the full force of them, you know. Do you feel that yes. you are still not being heard? Yes, that is absolutely true. We haven't, this country only been free for only 51 years mm. of slavery. 51 years. That's my grandmother. Um, that's my mother uh, um, and everything. So they're also dealing with the hurt. They're also dealing with the pain of all this because nothing has changed. Nothing whatsoever has changed um, besides um, desegrega- um, desegregation and everything of houses and schools and things of that nature. But when it comes to police brutality and people... You know, spreading hate and putting bad words out there about African-Americans and Mexicans, you know, that, that, that's going to cause problems. Mm-hmm. And it's going to continue to build more hate because there are still um, white supremacists that still out there today. And it's, grow- it's, and it's growing by number under, under our noses. Right now we are on the air with DeQuell. He's African-American, 32 years old, lives in Alabama, has grown up there. Uh, when we come back... We get his thoughts on why people who were filming George Floyd never stepped in to get that police officer off his neck, and his answer is absolutely chilling. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. What started as a fight for justice has descended into chaos. 75 cities are living through these protests. Many are in flames. More than half have imposed curfews. We are on the air right now with a man named DeQuell. He grew up in Alabama. He's 32 years old. We're discussing what it's like to be an African-American um, in America dealing with the police. Watching the, the video um, of the police officer on the neck of that poor man, and, and he is crying for his mum in it, and yeah. he, you can tell that he, he knows deep down these are the last minutes of his life. People have, people have yeah. gone online and they've commented and they've said, everyone filming it, why would you not just step in? Why would you not push the police officer on? Um, now, anyone who has uh, normal thoughts knows that you can't just go and do that. But Exactly, yeah. <laughs> from an African-American man, if you, if you were to step in, what do you believe would happen to you if you pushed the police officer off that guy at that time? I would be, be shot dead. Mm. I would be shot dead at point blank. Uh, with no hesitation, no warning or anything, I will be shot dead. And, you know, we need people who, to, provoke, uh, to police the police. That's not happening right now. For a grown man to be held down and the last seconds of him, you know, calling out to his mother, a grown man calling out to his mother, that, that is hurting. To quote, I feel so sad that we were brought up that if anything goes wrong, you go to the police. Mm. You know, um, I teach my, my <laughs> boys that... You know, the, the police are there to help you. You know, you lean into them. But it feels like, I mean, I, I now realise, for you guys growing up, your parents would have taught you not, not to, to go to the police. Mm. Growing up, you know, yes, we was, we was taught. You know, we, we had to be preached all the time. Like, hey, when you go outside, don't do this. When you do this, when you go about doing things, we, we had to be taught about certain ways on how to care ourselves. You know, how to dress and how to approach certain things, what to do when you see the police, you know, 
black parents have to teach that each and every day because of the police brutality, because of the law enforcement. You know, this is something that the white the white generation do not have to worry about. Mm. The white parents do not have to worry about going out teaching their kids um, to to act a certain way or to behave a certain way. You know, back in the, back in the day. You know, growing up, we was allowed to be outside playing with toys. Mm. You know, just a few years ago, a, a little kid, 12 years old, Tamir Rice, was gunned down in a park by a police officer within a split second for playing with a, a toy gun. Mm. Just playing with a toy gun. You know, the police didn't, didn't come up and ask him no questions. They talked to the 12-year-old. He drove up eight feet away from the 12-year-old and shot him dead. Mm. You know, and like, what else for parents to do when you when you're teaching your son when you're teaching your child? And I believe that's what black parents have to think about each and every day for their for their child or their kids to come home safe. Is that is that a hard thing? Because I imagine when you're out there um, protesting, there are white people protesting with you, and of course, everyone yes. wants to uh, yes. make this change and make it happen. But as an African American man, the white people who are there, they they don't understand they don't, they can't fully understand and they never really will fully understand what you guys have gone through how do you how do you sort of bridge that gap i mean and that's a, the gap is being bridged right there by mm. them in out there mm. by them on their support by them letting their voices be heard and not be found that's bridging the gap standing up and using your right your using your white privilege for something positive that can to, um, to bring on change mm. that's bridging the gap um, it's, it's, it's the white people or the white America who stay silent um, and don't say anything. It's, that's, that's, what, that's what a problem comes in at. But when you, you use your white privilege and stand up, you know, let your voice be heard and saying, hey, you know, we're not going to continue to allow this to happen to our black brothers and sisters, you know, because at the end of the day, we're all flesh and blood. Dequel, that's, that's an important message for, the, for white people who are marching. We shouldn't be judging them yeah. for saying, you don't understand. We should be saying, you know, not good on you, but we, we should be hearing what they're saying and going, everybody wants change here. This is not just the exactly. black community. Every exactly. normal human being wants you to be able to live exactly the same way as everybody else. Yes. You know, like I say, just having the white support out there, great major thing and something great. Mm. Well, to quell... Um, Thank you so much for your call uh, this morning. Um, we know you through someone we work with here. He's been a friend of yours and your brother's for a very long time. Um, and we, we, appreci- long time. we appreciate you coming on and sharing your story with us this morning, mate. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I enjoy talking with you guys and spreading the message and spreading the word. It takes time, but we need to be heading towards that direction. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I've heard you guys say, oh, no, I'd never say it to my wife. No, I wouldn't want to say that. I'd get in trouble. And I just think it's 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 worrying Don't me. Don't dog the boys. No, no, no. no. I'm with the boys. I'm with the boys. dog the boys. I feel that a lot of guys, maybe they're in a relationship, have said something wrong. They've got a, a, a lady either crying or yelling, and all of a sudden you shut down. Yeah, because once the tears flow, that's the end of it. That's the end of and it. And girls know that. They know that once they cry, the man cannot do nothing. And if he does, and he gets more angry and he makes it worse... The end. So my husband doesn't live in that fear. So he does a lot of things wrong, and I just he, he doesn't he doesn't live in fear. So I can't get annoyed. So I want to give you a bit of a role playing about 
what I've learned about what you should not say. And this all came about because I said I wanted to stop mm-hmm. drinking and I wanted his help. Mm. And you said, oh, <laughs> yeah, but my wife does that, but I can never tell her if she has a drink. That Oh, no, you said you weren't drinking. You said you can't give women hard love. That's what you said. <laughs> you cannot tough give love. women tough love. You can't. If I say to my wife, when she has said to me, do not let me drink, and I say to her, babe, I thought you weren't drinking, mm-hmm. why are you judging me? So this Don't is the give thing. give me that. You never get in trouble for what you say. You get in trouble for how you say it. Uh-huh. So Siobhan is here. She's our beautiful producer. We're going to begin. We haven't practiced anything, so it's just going to be a bit of impro. But we're going to do a bit of role playing about what you should not say and how you can say it in a different way. Okay. Okay. Is this is Maddie? Do, am I involved or is... no? No, no. We're just witnessing. Oh, oh, oh we're just watching you two. Yeah. Girl okay. on girl. Oh, okay. So I'm 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 the loving, devoted husband. Okay. And she's my beautiful queen. All right. Now, just so everyone knows, we are filming this, and this will be highly documented on Facebook. So if you use any of these tips mm. and they backfire, you know where to send all your complaints, and that is to Abby 100%. at hit105.com. 100%. Because this is this is what you've just done wrong, and you just said it then. Mm-hmm. Okay? So mm-hmm. you come to me. All right? <laughs> okay. Honey, I'm... I'm feeling really lethargic lately, and I'm a bit worried about my weight, and I'm, I've been thinking about it, and... I think the best thing I need to do at the moment is just cut down on my drinking. Okay. Well, you know that I love you and you look beautiful, but if it's something you really want to do this? Yeah, but I need your support. Like, we can't be having red wine at dinner. We can't be having a gin on a Friday. Like, I need you to help me through this. Okay. Now, that's something that you can say. Don't say, oh, we're going through this again, are we? Wait a minute. So if you're not drinking, why do I have to stop drinking? But I don't say that. What? I'm just telling you things that you shouldn't say. I don't say what I say is, babe, you know I wouldn't be with an overweight lady. Come on. <laughs> you know, come on. You know, last night I showed you that you're looking good. So the words that you said if Brilliant. she came to you, you can't say, you'd say to her what? I would say. No, but you said, I thought you said you didn't want to drink. No, so then if, you she, say, if, she, if she said to me, well, I'm not drinking, I'd be like, okay, if that's what you want to do, sweet. Okay. <laughs> I'm oh. having a really hard day at work and I'm just no, shattered. I need a wine. Do we have any wine in the house? This is so a trap. if you came in and she was drinking a wine, mm-hmm. you don't say, oh, I thought you weren't drinking. That's not what to say because that's all of a sudden is judgment. Mm. Judgment that you've already failed or, oh, here we go again. I knew you wouldn't be able to do it. Don't say that. Mm. You need to understand the panic behind it. Okay, wait, 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 wait. But what's going on? Why are you so stressed? Was it Jenny from Accounts? I've just had a really hard day at work. You know what I get like? I just, I you know, know, I, know, I just want to sit down. I want to have a glass of red wine and watch The Bachelor. Okay, but I don't want you to be disappointed in yourself. You know that I I'm, I support you if you want to have a drink, but I don't want you to be disappointed in yourself. Do you want to go for a walk or something? Do you want, I can look after the kids. Would you, you go can have for a, a bath. walk with me? I'll go for a walk with you. I'd love to go for a walk with you. Now? Yes. Okay. And then if you still feel like a drink later on, we can talk about it. Alrighty. There's no fantasy land where any of that's going to work. I'd like you to use this process on me. 100% it would work. This is what we want. This is, why did not we just tell you what we want and you didn't listen? Because we'll do that and it still won't be you right. You haven't even attempted to try that. Don't you, only this, just, you only just told me. But I, you've already just said it wouldn't work. I've been there before. I would, what I, this is what I would do. is I would walk in. See her drinking. And then go, I'll have a drink with you, babe. Yep. Which is not what she wants because no. she wanted you to support it. You want to go, babe? I don't, what was I don't... the first thing I said? I said, I need you to support me through this. It's Jack Black and the Jelly Beans. Yeah, I know you said you wanted support, and I support you having that glass of wine so you mellow out. <laughs> no, I, don't, I, I just, there's nothing, nah, nah, no. <laughs> you ask us what we want, we mm-hmm. tell you what we want, and you, and go, you tell us nah, what we want. that's not what you want, I'll tell that's, you what you want. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that's exactly 
what's happening. That is not what's happening. I would walk in and see you with the glass of wine and just continue on like everything was normal. But you'd want to go, hey, babe, you wanted me to support you. Do you really want to drink that wine? Yes, I do. You really do, though, hon? I don't want you to be disappointed in yourself. I won't be. You sure? Yes, I promise. Okay. So disappointed in myself. Oh, no, don't be disappointed. Why don't you just have one glass and then go for a walk? Will you have a glass with me? Me as a husband? Mm. No, because I want to support you. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go have a wine. (laughs) Did that not, you know, not, haven't got open ears to it? No, I do. Mm. I just think, I just, it's, it's not, you say that. You say that that's what you you want. Why don't you try it? No, nah, because can you get no. Esther on the line? No, nah. can I call Esther? <laughs> no, nah, we don't need her involved. In this. Come on, stab Abby and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. Thirteen ten sixty is our number, and you can call about anything you'd like to during last calls. Kate in Sunshine Coast, what do you want to talk about? Hi, um, I've got the worst ven- venue ever for a wedding. Oh. <laughs> okay. Like you're selling it or you mean you went and tried no. one out? <laughs> um, I tried one out. No, um, it's a bit of a fail really because I had already fallen in love with it before we were engaged. Mm. Oh, um, so by the time I went out, <laughs> don't tell my partner that. Okay. okay. <laughs> in your wedding <laughs> album that you had before <laughs> you were engaged. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So by the time we went out, like I didn't see any of the floors. I was totally blindsided. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, turns out there's no running water, so <laughs> that was kind of lame. <laughs> um, there was no running water, because, like there was taps and there was a bar area, but nothing was connected, oh. um, which means we couldn't have the caterer we wanted because uh-huh. he needed to prep our food. Mm. Um, and then, of course, when there's no running water, there's no toilet. No toilet. We'd have to get like porta toilets in. Did you fall in love with it on Instagram or something, Kate? No, um, I just like had seen it before and uh, been yeah. past it. And, mm. Yeah. So, did you? Anyway. Are you still getting married there? Um, no. no, no. Yeah, <laughs> have you found another venue? Yes. Oh, nice. And, and when is it, when is the wedding going to go ahead? We don't know because of Corona. Mm. We've, yeah. yeah, we've had to postpone like three times. Oh. But it's okay. It'll happen eventually. Yeah. Well. yeah another drive-through, guys. <laughs> you, you, what was that? Sorry. Said maybe, yeah. Maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Uh, Talia and Flagstone, you're on the air. What do you want to chat about? Um, I just wanted to discuss what you guys were talking about before with the whole partner thing and support. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. We did a bit of role playing. It didn't go very well. No. When your partner, no. when, you, when your wife in particular says she's not drinking for the week and it's up to the guy to su- support and stop her. From... What were your thoughts on what I was saying? Was it wrong? Um, no, it was right to an extent. Yeah. Um, I agree with pretty much half of it. Um, I think that the reason that that sort of thing happens is because the woman or one one side of the partnership doesn't have enough confidence in themselves. And when things don't go right, they want someone to blame for it not going right. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, like I had I, I failed in that, but it was kind of like your fault. Yeah, I asked yeah. you to support me. I said I needed support and you didn't do it. Yeah, mm. no, that's very that sort that's of very good point. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, so what so what should what do you think a, a man should do if the wife is saying I don't want to drink this week and has come and said I want you to support me? Yeah, how how The problem is I don't think it's up to the man. I yeah. think it's up to the woman. She doesn't have enough confidence in herself and so she's going look I've learned this since being single now that okay. I've decided I've had to decide that no I need to do this and so the, I think it's up to the woman to say look I need your support but she also needs to not be so sensitive if he comes in and says I thought we weren't drinking this week. Yeah, yeah. See, my thing is I don't want it in the house. Because, yeah, like, I know, well, like, Tally, I understand what you're saying, and you're a very good point. You've got yeah. to be confident in yourself and not blame someone else. But it's more like when I say I want your support and then he comes home with a bowl of bread. 
and pause it. I'm like, yeah, see, that's, that's not... a little bit different. <laughs> but what if he pours it for himself? Well, no, he he always gets two glasses. We right. only drink red wine when we. Oh yeah, see, so that's do why that. I said to him, you drink yeah. your beer like a hundred percent. That's fine. You do your own thing, but mm. don't don't pour get two don't glasses. Offer. Yeah. yeah. Mm. See, I don't offer. If, no. if Esther wants to have a week off drinking and I'm going to have a beer, I just have one and I don't offer her one. Yeah. If she gets one herself, then oh, that's I'm fine. only bringing this to the table because it's a hundred percent everything my husband does. He'll get a bottle, like he'll have a gin waiting yeah. for me, and I'm like, uh, nah. He's trying to licky nah. you up. I mean, now I can't help it. <laughs> Anonymous, I love this. We're not going to reveal any of your identity. Tell us what you're after this morning. So, I'm wanting to get the information of Abby's hairdresser or even your wife's hairdresser. Um, and my current hairdresser listens to the show. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, you don't, you want to. You... She can't do the breakup. It's too hard. No. So, no one's yeah, so. I'll say a friend of mine a friend of yours um, once, yeah. has started going and getting their hair done, dyed at the hairdresser instead of the box dyes, mm-hmm. um. but they're not happy with the way it's coming out of the hairdresser, so I want to try because they're a dark blonde mm. and yeah. they want light blonde oh, so okay. I want to try a better blonde hairdresser well my, my hairdresser specialises in blonde you could imagine how ha- happy he was when I shaved off my hair and went natural um, <laughs> but you can check him out on Instagram if you want it's Brisbane's best hairdressers okay so you can check him out on Instagram and see if you like him I just like him because I'm not very good at waiting for too long for a hairdresser but because they only have like two customers in at once mm. you get in and out yeah see See, my friend, if they wait too long, they'll just shave it all off. Right. Yeah, because no, they get frustrated. No, so go and check yeah. yeah, <laughs> so yeah, him out. Christian Alexander. Just be careful, though. It's COVID time. You might have to give your details so you won't be able to go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of anonymouses coming in here. It's hard to, it wouldn't be the same. Well, what about with you guys? You yeah. guys go to your very uh, loyal, like, you go all the time. What yeah. about if you started seeing someone else? Oh, no, I'm a, I'm a one person. Well, what about if you go and he just does it wrong? Do you? How many times do you give him? Oh, there's probably a three-strike rule, yeah. and then you move on. And but you feel like you're allowed to. Yeah, but once I find someone who I like how they cut my hair, I don't change. I'd go location, though. If he went too far out, he's gone. Dead to me, if you're listening. That's too... And you're oh. sneaking up on no, that. No, I so. see Maddie would see, travel, what, an hour? Would you? Oh... If I, could, hair, if, mate. if I could make a day of it, like if there's somewhere to stop for lunch on the way. Get your nails done, dead yeah. on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. As we wrap up a wonderful day together today. Did the grocery shopping. I still stick to my Monday shop as I did in isolation. So I can't, can't go any other mm. time. Have you noticed that there's a bit of an issue with potatoes now? What's the issue with the potatoes? Why aren't potatoes just potatoes? Oh, yeah. Now, I've gone there and there's a bag of potatoes if you want salad. Yep. And then there's some that like mashing yep. and some like roasting. And I'm some, like, are you all the same some potatoes? Some low carb. What? I don't know. It's like milk. It's gone the way all of milk. All of a sudden, I'm like, I wanted them roasted, but maybe I'll mash them. Do I need two different bags? Because mm. surely I could just get the one bag. Are you going to be really sitting there going, well, this mashed potato wasn't made with mashable potatoes? I'm sorry, was that with the salad one? Yeah. You can taste it. I just buy whatever's cheapest. Your wife buys them. You don't go. Yes, I do. I've been grocery shopping when I go get stuff here and there. (laughs) Yeah, a bit like the big shop. Nah, you you and the guys know she doesn't trust me to do that. No one does does a pop-in for potatoes. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Potatoes are a big oh, item. Okay, mate. You're with me every day, are you? I don't think Esther would ever run out of potatoes. <laughs> Next time I go to the pop-in for the shops to get potatoes, I'll ring you and go, you'll when never was, guess where no, I am. No, I'm with here. I don't, think, I don't think Esther would ever run no. out of potatoes. She's not a running out of potato girl. No, we eat a lot of potatoes. We make <laughs> chips at home. We so which ones, so do, you which ones do you use then? 
like I just said, I look at all the price tags. Whatever's the cheapest, them's be the potatoes. I've come home with the dirty ones before. She's not happy about that. The unwashed ones. Yeah, because they're cheap. They're good. Thanks. Dirty potatoes. <laughs> but no, thanks. <laughs> I got nothing today. Oh, really? No, oh. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Uh, no, thanks. Okay, cool. Mm. Mine's mildly shopping related as well. I have to thank you, Abby. <laughs> Gave me a present yesterday. Oh, it was good. I had my misgivings, had my doubts. He it's did. Microwavable pork crackling that pops like, like popcorn, microwavable popcorn. Which you can find in the popcorn aisle. But I'm a bit concerned about something, Stav. This is the thing. This is the problem. Okay. Because you gave it to me. I know. You let me sample this delight. Getting you to fall in love with it. In love with it. And now you've taken it away. You can't find it. I think it's discontinued. Oh, my God. Nah, see, that is annoying when I that know. happens. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. You would love it. Popable popcorn. It's pretty good. No, popable pop yeah. crackling. So I, I, sorry, popable like crackling. It's fluffy. Like... Even the chewy ones are great. You, know, yeah. you get a random chewy one. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's why. And never try new sauces. There was a like a special sauce I used to get. It tasted like Big Mac sauce from mm. Aldi years ago. You can't fall in love with an and Aldi they, sauce. And they stopped it. Mm. The special buy one. Yeah, nah. Don't yeah. try new things. Well, it's from Woolies only, but then I can't find it anymore. I'll check mine. We'll do a hard target search of every outhouse, henhouse, doghouse, and... Porterhouse and we find them. <laughs> anyway. Maybe they ran out of pigs. Maybe. <laughs> We're just harvesting Maybe they crack them up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. But no. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. There's the podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.